The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? It's myself. I'm back again. Another week in the piping world has rolled around. And yeah, it's been quite a busy week in the piping world, as always. Yes, I seem to repeat myself each and every episode. I say the same blinking thing. <laughs> but yeah, even in the middle of all of this COVID carry-on, we're still churning out the goodness. Yes, the piping world keeps on moving, and yeah, we are here to reflect the piping world. So if this is your very first Big Rab Show, where have you been? We've been doing this for ages now. We are the show for the piping folk, reflecting everything in the piping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or even our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. That's what we're here for. So yeah, it's been quite an interesting week for a lot of different reasons controversies and uh, all sorts of stuff we're going to get into it but first of all of course let's get into the domestics shall we of course if you would like to help support the show you can do if you would like to get your hands on tons i mean tons of extra content over there on our patreon page then you can do just search for us big rab show over there on patreon and every click of support really does mean the world to us uh, because, yeah, it really does help keep us afloat in these difficult times, I'm not going to lie. Uh, so, yeah, tons of stuff heading up there on our Patreon page. Like, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of stuff over there on Patreon that you guys can really get to enjoy. And, um, yeah, for, just by way of a thank you for clicking support. Also, don't forget to support those who support us, namely our promotion at the moment with the Piper's Dojo. You can head along bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo and you get 30 days worth of dojo premium for absolutely free. It's free, I tell you. Absolutely free. So there you go. Bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. And not to be overlooked or all the rest, our drummers, of course. I've not forgot about you guys. We still have our ongoing promotion with Rhythm Monster. If you'd like to sign up to uh, quite an amazing service for pipe band drummers, then definitely use our promo code at the checkout. Yes, if you want to save money just by listening to yourselves, then use our promo code BigRabMonster at the checkout and you manage to save money just by listening to us. Awesomeness. So, yes, each and every week we kick off each episode with listener mail. Now, this week we haven't had much in the way of listener mail, to be honest. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Chris Shepard. Hey, Chris, what about you? Yeah, legend. Uh, yeah, he's given us an update of everything that's going on in Yuspaba and all of that. And it's quite a lengthy email and it details all the online competitions and such. It's quite a list, and I'm not going to start reading a hashtag list to you guys, but suffice to say, there is a serious amount of online competition and activity happening. Now, we are going to touch on that, of course, on this week's topic of the week. You might have already guessed it by looking at the title of this week's episode. So we're going to talk about online competition and how you guys possibly could use some hints and tips from ourselves at the Rab Show who might know a little thing or two about film and pipes and film and drums just to give you a little few pointers to maybe give yourself a little bit of an edge whenever it comes to entering an online competition. Anyway, we'll get into that. First of all, 
Let's get into some actual news, shall we? But yeah, we need to throw out the challenge to you guys. Um, yeah, Lister Mail's been quiet this last while, and we did do a little bit of a Facebook live stream this past while on our Facebook page, just asking you guys for opinions. We are wanting to know whether you enjoyed our YouTube videos, or indeed if you enjoyed our quizzes. Um, a lot of people actually have been passing comments on the quiz saying, oh, it's been great fun, it's been great fun. Um, but no one's actually came back just to say, oh yeah, please do another one. So, yeah, if you would like to, please email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Let us know your opinions, suggestions for topic of the week. And, of course, yeah, if you'd like to see more video content or more quizzes and stuff like that. Yeah, we are the show for the piping, folks. So, yeah, we need to get involved and it's your show. Okay, let's get into some actual piping news, shall we? Because I do feel last week's episode was quite a long episode and we did put a code word at the end of last week's episode and we only got one response. <laughs> we got one response to one person who listened to that length of the podcast. So to everyone else who didn't send us in the code word at the end of last week's podcast, for shame. But yes, it was two and a half hours worth of a podcast, which was epic. And again, I have to say a massive thank you to Aaron McElwain and to all of those incredible drum majors who took the time to talk to us. It was just a brilliant episode. If anything, I love shining the spotlight on the drum major world. Uh, I honestly don't think they get the credit that they deserve. So there you go. Shout out to our drum majors. You guys are awesome. Completely. All right. Let's get into the pipe of news. Now, like I said, there's a whole ton of online competitions and such. So obviously, that's where most of our pipe of news will be for this week. It seems to be we're getting announcement after announcement after announcement of online competitions. They're kind of relentless at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, first thing has to go to the CLASP. Yes, the CLASP crowd have... Yeah, announced that they have two online competitions which are going to be happening through the month of June and the month of August. And this is open to all adult amateur pipers uh, worldwide, graded from grade 3, grade 2 and grade 1. Now, if you are interested in this, you need to go online and check out full information, of course. It tells you all about the gradings, how to actually submit your entry into the competitions and such, and... Um, very, very fascinating stuff. So there you are. All you have to do is type it into your search engine of choice, uh, CLASP online competition, and I'm sure you'll find it. There's so much uh, information on this uh, press release that there's just way too much to get into. <laughs> In fact, I'm reading this here and getting myself all confused. So many brackets, age brackets, different things for you to you know compete in. Very exciting stuff. So shout out to the guys at the CLASP who uh, announced two online competitions, uh, which will be running through June and August 2020. Awesome stuff. Now, online competitions, we have another one from Pipe Bands for Schools. Yes, they're running a quite a interesting competition, actually, in conjunction with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. I think we might actually talk, talk to one of the guys of the Chilies about this, actually, on next week's episode. That'll be a good idea. Um, so, yeah, they're launching this competition alongside the Red Hot Chili Pipers, uh, asking people, would you like to win a £1,000? Yes. And would you like the opportunity to support the world-famous Red Hot Chili Pipers? On their Scottish tour dates? Of course, the answer to that would be yes as well. Well, all you have to do is look at sspdt.org.uk and yeah, follow all the instructions. So, this has been called Wake Up Scotland and the hashtag is Pipe Bands for Schools. So, obviously, this is more aimed towards school kids and people of that kind of age group and stuff, uh, but I think everyone can get involved in this. So, yeah, would you like the opportunity to win a grand in cash? 
and the opportunity to support the Chili's on stage, then now is your opportunity. So that's a very interesting online competition. Very interesting stuff. So you can either Google it, you can, you know, pipe bands for schools, or of course you can get onto the Red Hot Chili Pipers. And yeah, more information will be available there. Now, another online competition, of course, is being run by our counterparts in social media. We love pipe bands. Yes, in conjunction with Wallace Bagpipes and all the rest. So many prizes. I think I've already mentioned this on last week's podcast, but again, just wanted to point you in the direction because there's actual cash prizes involved. Just so much stuff. In conjunction with Wallace Bagpipes, we we love pipe bands have put together this incredible competition. So if you are interested, go and check out Wallace Bagpipes for information. Or of course, our counterparts, like I say, we love pipe bands. They do an incredible job on social media. And yeah, their competition, I'm very excited to see how it pans out. I'm sure they'll get a ton of entries for that. It'll be very exciting. Okay, another online competition. Are you starting to get the, the gist now? Are you starting to get the hint now that nothing but online competitions? <laughs> I wanted to give a mention this week to the Up To The Line Pipe Band Podcast. Yes, the Up To The Line lads. They've been killing it this last while. Uh, did you guys catch the bonus episode there not too long ago with the interview with Steph Burns? Whoo! What an episode. Incredible stuff. These guys honestly have been churning out the top quality content. It's been really, really good. Uh, so, yeah, they have launched something really quite special in conjunction with Akadabui Bagpipe Specialists, which is not easy to say in a podcast. They have launched an online competition themselves. Now, it's quite a complicated one, to be honest. There are so many age brackets and things for you to do. There's 25 in total. Now, this includes all the piping events, uh, sticks, drum pad, sticks and drum pad, chanter, practice chanter, and full pipes, and, you know, all from under 12s all the way up to the open grades. And there's 25 in total. Now, this is really involved. And so every entry, of course, t- costs a fiver to enter. Uh, but yes, I think we haven't heard what the prizes and everything are as yet, but. You have been announcing periodically who some of the judges are. And shall I drop a name in here? <clears throat> Only Ali Hutton, of course. Yes, i just sprinkle that little name in there. But yeah, the Up To The Line Pipe Band Podcast are running this online competition. And man, it's so exciting. For full information, of course, go along to the Up To The Line Pipe Band Podcast on social media. Or, of course, their website, of course, uh, for this competition is bagpipespecialists.com forward slash competition. And uh, the entries for this competition close on midnight uh, UK time on May 31st. So you do have time. So they will hopefully be announcing the winners on the uh, June 6th as well. So you won't have to wait that long to find out if you've won something. This is an incredible competition. And the guys have just been really killing it over there in that podcast. I, I can't sing their praises enough. They're doing a fantastic job. So well done to the guys up to the line. Pipe band pod. We're nothing but a fan here at the Rab Show. Keep our lit gash. So, yeah, keep us posted on that as well. Um, yeah, I'm dead excited to see how that competition runs. And just, yeah, some incredible music, I'm sure, will come out from that. Yeah. Okay. Now, each and every week here on the Big Rab Show podcast, I'm sure you guys have realized by now we have a brand new introduction. Our new intro, which is, of course, the Big Rab Show Hornpipe. Yes, we had a challenge out there to all you listening folk out there to have a go at it. Try and play it, try and record it. 
And yeah, the version that you hear now at the start of each episode was recorded a while ago and submitted to ourselves in the Rab Show. We did ask your opinion of which you thought was your favourite version and this one came top of the pile. Now, our competition isn't over yet. A lot of people asking about this, saying, oh, is that it now? Is that it, you know, is that it chosen? You now have a new intro and that's the competition over. Uh, Well, no, our introduction could change if you are to do a better version. Yes. So, yeah, the version that we have right now was recorded by Andrew Broadley. And this was simply brilliant, and honestly, I loved it. Uh, so, And you guys did too. So I figured we may as well get chatting to the fellow who actually made it. Yeah, so here's a very quick interview with the guy who performs, recorded, and is now our brand new introduction, each and every podcast. Here's Andrew Broadley. So, welcome to the podcast. A guy who needs a little bit of an introduction, I feel. Uh, welcome to the show, Andrew. How are you, sir? Hi, Rab. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Now, if anything, the reason why I have you on the show... Um, well, first of all, do you want to tell people who you are, first of all? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a piper. I'm uh, living in Glasgow just now. Mm-hmm. And the, the kind of... Which well, it's considered the the centre of of piping, the epicentre of piping. So it's a mm-hmm. a great place for for a a young aspiring musician to to be at the minute. Uh, so I'm really just trying to take advantage of that, try and capitalise on everything that's going on. Um, I've been through a, a few different pipe bands, done a little bit in the solo circuit as well, in the in the juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, well, recently I've started playing uh, in a band called Drums and Roses. Ah, yes, know them well. Yeah, I know you've spoken to a couple of the boys there. <laughs> uh, so I'm really doing that just now. So um, unfortunately, pipe bands have had to take a bit of a back seat, but it's good to get a chance to to do something new, do something completely, completely yeah. different. Mm-hmm. So then, the reason why I'm chatting to you on this week's show is because people have been asking about our brand new theme tune, and you are the guy who performed it, the Big Rab Show Hornpipe, of course. Can can you tell us a bit why you decided to tick up the challenge? Um, well, firstly, I thought, I thought it was a great opportunity. Mm. Um, your your show's got a, a a little bit of a fan base, and it, it was a good. Um, platform for me to get my my stuff out there yeah um i i felt i felt really creative with it as well it's a it's a cracking it's a cracking tune yeah. uh, really really musical and I, I i thought it would be just be good to have a, a crack at it and see what i could come up with and mate, it's absolutely brilliant. And if anything, I really enjoy it. You know, I've been playing it <laughs> without all the voiceover. You know, G1 reads and all that. I've been playing it without that this last while. It's, it's. I have to admit, it's my ringtone on my phone. Ah, uh, <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, it's. Uh, it, it was good to get a, a chance to to be creative with it. You know. Yeah. So can I ask then? You've done all the instrumentation on this. If anything, you've been kind of more creative than than most. Uh, we have seen people composing it, like with more swing, and you know, people doing drum scores to it. But you went all out and put a band behind it. You know, with drums, bass. Did you do all that yourself? Yeah. Uh, so I've. Um, it's. Yeah. It's 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 just something that I, that I do. I, I come from quite a musical family. Um, so I've I've always sort of 
I've always played instruments. Uh, everyone else in the family always um, also plays. And I remember, well, I don't really remember not playing anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, my mum took me along to uh, to piano lessons. I think I must have been about, I don't know, five or six or something like that. Oh, so really, yeah, really early on. So really, from from kind of from the get go, I've I've been instilled with that sort of music culture fantastic you know? yeah so to be able to compose all the backing as well as doing the piping as well which i have to say mm. is really decent <laughs> yeah, definitely know how to handle a set of pipes so um with yourself then what what does the future hold for yourself i know with lockdown and everything gigs and that aren't happening but are mm. you busy working on anything at the moment yeah i mean everything's everything's quiet you know with uh with the band there's not much going in the way of in the way of gigs or, or anything, yeah. Um, but really, just now, I, I've I've not I've not really been doing this that long. Um, I'm uh, I'm only 23, uh, so I've only really been working in in piping or doing piping as a job for just over a year now. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what's what's going to be happening. Um, well, there you I go. Mean, the playing, future's bright. Yeah, um, playing playing in drums and roses, you know, it's uh, it's a good it's a a good opportunity, um, and we're just trying to make the band grow as as much as we can. Uh, recently, just with with the whole lockdown stuff, you know, it's a shame that there's there's not many gigs and and things going on, but it has given us a wee bit of a a chance to to take a step back and revisit some ideas and, and and have a look at the show and what we can do to to make it better so oh, yeah. um, I've been uh, been working on on loads of new material oh, uh, recording and, and stuff going on yeah excellent stuff well if anything mate I want to say a huge thank you from all of us on the Big Rab Show team uh, for our brand new theme it's brilliant we play it every episode now at least twice <laughs> so it's fantastic so do you do this kind of thing often you know like creating little themes and jingles and things all the time yeah all the time really I went to um, I went to because that, that's what I studied at uni I went to uh, a place called SAE Institute yeah, which is the the school of audio engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I did that straight out of school, uh, and really since then, I've just been recording wee things just in my bedroom. I mean, not not particularly for anything, um, just out of out of enjoyment. Yeah, and yeah. I've been lucky enough recently to have the opportunity to do it for for a for a job, and I'm I'm starting to get little projects and stuff coming up on the side. Recently, we, we did a track for the Ailey McLeod Memorial Trust. Oh, um, yes, yes, with uh, Fergus. Yeah. Fergus, we're going, to yeah. get, we're going to get chatting to Fergus, actually, later in this episode. So, yeah, you've been, right, working, yeah. You've been working with him on this project, yeah. Yeah, so we, uh, we, we had a tune written um, for, for the Trust, um, mm. and it was part of Fergus's uni project, and he, he approached me. Um, to uh, to to do a bit of work on on the track and do some do some recording. Oh, uh, so that's on Spotify now. If anyone hasn't heard it, indeed, um, yeah. So, oh, I will. Yeah. We'll be chatting to Fergus all about the creation of this later on yeah. and <laughs> telling people where to go. So fantastic stuff. But if people are interested in yourself, Andrew, and your musical work and everything, where can people go and check you out? I'm on all social media platforms. Uh, people can can find me there. 
Uh, I've also got a website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bagpiperandrew.com, uh, and there's there's loads of information uh, on the on on the website there. So there you go, fantastic stuff. Well, Andrew, thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us. And if anything, the future's bright for you, mate. Once we get out of this lockdown, I dare say we'll get some blistering tunes from you. <laughs> I reckon, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Cheers, Rob. Thanks, Andrew. All right, thanks. There you are. Thank you so much to Andrew for chatting to us there. And it's just brilliant to catch up with him. Such a talented musician, incredible piper. I dare say the future is very bright for Andrew. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. And yes, your tune and your performance is now... Well, not your tune. It was composed by Eric Evanhouse. Uh, but yeah, your performance of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe is now our new theme tune and our new outro as well. But it's not over. I have to stress. Because of the COVID-19 lockdown and everything, obviously we've been contacted by some people saying, oh, I didn't get around to doing that. I didn't. I won't have an opportunity to go and record it. Well, don't worry, folks. We'll leave the door open. So if you want to have a go at the Big Rab Show Hornpipe and have a stab at it, and hey, who knows, your piping could be at the start of each episode. Then, yeah, have at it. Have fun. Go and have a rip at it and send us in the recording. And yeah, we'll present it here to the audience and see what everyone thinks. Big Rab Show Hornpipe is a absolutely amazing tune. And yeah, Eric is a legend. He knows that. I've already told him a thousand times. And yeah, incredible composer. And I'm sure if you guys need the sheet music and stuff, just just have to message us in or even message Eric directly. I'm sure he'll hook you up with the sheet music and stuff. So yeah, go at it. Have some fun. And, yeah, produce some incredible music. Big Rab Show Hornpipe. It's not an easy tune to play, mind you. Hmm. So bear that in mind. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to give a mention on this week's podcast to a company called BagpipeCovers.com. Now... As soon as I mention that company's name, everyone's going to start putting two and two together, thinking, ah, I know what's coming here. Uh, yes, it was only a matter of time, really, before pipe band or piping companies would start to see an opportunity in the market. Now that everyone is under lockdown and social distancing and all of that sort of stuff, yeah, the wearing of face masks in public has now become the new normal. In some places, it's actually compulsory. I have heard it on the news many times now that it is compulsory to wear your mask on, say, public transport and stuff like that. And, you know, when doing your weekly shop and things like this. So, bagpipecovers.com are now in the business of not only producing bagpipe covers, but also covers for your face. So, yeah, some of these are actually really quite incredible to look at. And the reason why I'm mentioning them is because they're made out of the same breathable kind of water-resistant fabric and stuff that you would make a bagpipe cover from. Now, these are like soft cotton, kind of, you know, very soft material but yet very very hard wearing so yeah and hey you'll be supporting a fellow piping business you know if you do need to purchase a mask then consider going over there to bagpipecovers.com and lift yourself a face mask and you'll you'll certainly be helping support another piping business so there you go i just wanted to give them a plug i thought it was a genius idea i dare say there'll be more companies to follow suit we'll probably see more companies now producing face masks and um i don't know can you even get a tartan face mask now you probably could, or I don't know, can you get hand sanitizer that, you know, ordinarily would have been used as bag seasoning or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing here. So, yeah, you know, I think as this whole lockdown, COVID carry on kind of thing continues, 
I doubt more and more companies will be seeing gaps in the market and trying to support themselves and keep going through such a difficult time. Uh, so there you go. Go and support them. Bagpipecovers.com. Now, speaking of uh, COVID carry-on, the tune that we played on last week's episode was nothing but a roaring success. I have to say a massive thank you to Andrew O'Sullivan and his tune, The COVID Carry-On. A lot of people seem to really enjoy that. Now, we played it on last week's episode because, obviously, he sent it into us as a voicemail. And simply brilliant. So I have to put the call out. Andrew, if you're listening, mate, if you can send us the sheet music if you have it, because I have a number of listeners out there who actually really want to play that tune. So, yeah, if you are listening, Andrew... Let us know and send us the sheet music, mate. A lot of people really enjoyed that tune. And if you did miss it, go back, catch last week's episode, and you can catch Andrew actually performing his composition uh, of the the COVID carry-on, as we're calling it. Very, very cool. Uh, so speaking of compositions then, um, I wanted to talk about a little bit of a special project that we just hinted on there uh, with Andrew Broadley about the tune for the trust. Now, we did briefly mention it there, that he worked alongside someone called Fergus Bryce in the production of, um, yeah, a new composition and why it was composed and all that sort of stuff. So I figured I would catch up with Fergus at, as promised as we chatted to Andrew there. And we'll just chat about this new composition and just what it's all about. So here he is. Here's Fergus Bryce. So welcome to the podcast, Mr. Fergus Bryce. Fergus, what about you, sir? How are you doing? Thank you for having me. No problem at all. Now, there is a good reason we have you on this week's podcast, as uh, we wanted to talk to you about something called the Tune for the Trust. Now, we were talking earlier with Andrew, uh, who's a member of Drums and Roses. He was obviously, he recorded our theme tune for our podcast. Uh, But Mm -hmm. he says he was involved in this project with yourself for the Tune for the Trust. Tell us, what is the tune for the trust? What is this? Uh, so the tune for the trust um, was a project that I undertook for my third year in university. Uh, I study a degree program called commercial music. Mm-hmm. And we were tasked with coming up with a, a music project to undertake over the course of uh, the whole third year. Um, it could be any kind of um, project we wanted as long as it was a you know, real world thing. Yeah. So what I decided to do was because of my um, my kind of upbringing through pipe band music and piping, um, I kind of came through a lot of schools band projects. I played with Ross and Cromarty Pipes and Drum Schools, and then later on went to play with the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Mm-hmm. And uh, being a, a young guy from from the Highlands up in the Dingwall area. Um, the youth, the support for youth music was massive to my development, both as a player and as a person, and being able to get off to university. Yeah. Um. So when coming up with the project, I I know that the Ailey McLeod Memorial Trust does just that. It uh, collects money and supports um, youth music projects around Scotland and mainly in rural areas. Mm-hmm. So, I managed to band together uh, a team of some great players which I'm sure many of the listeners of the show will know such as Danny Hutchison, uh, Kieran Ross, Andrew Broadley who did the theme tune as you were just saying mm-hmm. and um, some big a bunch names of other there. players. <laughs> yeah some, some absolutely brilliant players and uh, we kind of got together and we, we sat and we wrote, out this, wrote this tune and got it all recorded and uh, We've decided to release it and donate all of the proceeds onto the Ailey McLeod Memorial Trust. 
Wow, fantastic stuff. So for people out there who haven't heard this track yet, uh, I think we should possibly at this point actually play a little clip of it, if that's okay with yourself, Fergus. Absolutely, that would be amazing. That was a little clip of Tune for the Trust. Now, if you want to hear the whole thing, obviously, you're going to have to go and check it out and purchase a copy for yourself. So how can folks go and do this then, Fergus? How can they go and get it? So a Tune for the Trust should be available, actually, not should be, is available on all major streaming platforms. Um, uh, There's a link to it uh, through facebook on my page fergus bryce drums and percussion mm-hmm. and you should be able to find it even just by searching on a, a tune for the trust on any of the major platforms fantastic stuff there you go so guys go out there help support an amazing cause and grab yourself some decent tunage as well i reckon so fergus then can i just chat about yourself then as well as the tune itself what are you up to at the moment with lockdown and everything are you keeping busy uh, keeping as busy as I possibly can. Uh, just finished up uni for the year, so finally getting some time to focus on playing and getting prepped for what will hopefully be an exciting season in the following year since we've got so much time on our hands just now to practice. Um, so if, kind of if, looking forward to seeing what everybody does after this. That's it. If folks don't know, can you tell us who you're playing with at the moment? I play bass with Inverarian District. Ah, see the way I worked that in there. (laughs) Fantastic stuff. So you guys were gearing up for a huge concert this year. But obviously that's that's no longer happening, obviously. Uh, But we've now been told that it will be happening next year. It's just been kind of put off. So yeah, obviously yeah, next year more time to prepare and such. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Now you have an extra—I don't know how many months to prepare. 
Uh, shall we expect big things at this concert? I'd hope so. Um, it's a, a great repertoire that's been put together um, by the guys who've done that. And it's, uh, yeah, it's obviously very disappointing that it's not, we've not got the opportunity to do it this year. It'd be yeah. my first time ever playing a concert of this scale, and I was extremely excited for it. Mm. But it's good to know that it's going to be happening the following year. And, you know, if anything, it hopefully makes it just a bit more exciting. Indeed. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So are, are you guys currently still meeting every now and again via Zoom and different things like that? Or are you just practicing at home? Or how are the lads at Inverary Drum Corps working at the moment? So at the minute, um, what's kind of happening is we're not we're not meeting over Zoom or any service like that. We're mm. kind of just communicating through through email and through our band group chat and such and yeah. scores are still being shared around and we're pretty much just putting in the practice from home ah there you go so, but the wheel is still turning though Fergus that's that's the main thing yeah. of course it never stops <laughs> so if anything I wanted to say a congratulations on the launch event for the Tune of the Trust we spoke about this on the show whenever it was launching at the National Piping Centre can you tell us how the event went then uh, you know was there many turn up uh, yeah, it was a it was a great night. I was uh, very happy that it was uh, a, a very very good turnout. Um, great, and uh, all all of the acts went smoothly. We had some some brilliant brand new acts. Um, especially, I really enjoyed having along uh, Bradley Parker's new band Harbour Road. I don't know if oh, anybody's had a chance yes. to check them out. Oh, they incredible. were absolutely brilliant. Yeah, we, we've had Bradley on the show now a couple of times, and he's always been threatening to form a band. So yeah, the, to hear now that he's actually formed a band now, it, it's very exciting. So is it, he was on stage actually performing at that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, they were the the act that opened up opened up the show. So it was it was absolutely brilliant to have them along along with uh, some other great acts, uh, Iona and Rose, and also we put together. Um, the band for a tune for the trust the guys that were all involved in the recording yeah. and then we had a, a Kaylee band to finish off the night which was absolutely great oh brilliant may i wish i was there <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like it would have been a lot of fun uh well it was fantastic yeah fergus thanks so much for chatting to us and telling us all about the incredible tune for the trust if anyone out there is interested in getting a copy of this please do it's all available on major music platforms uh, and yeah, you can help and support an amazing cause. So, Fergus, thanks a million, mate. I hope you take care, stay safe, and we'll be chatting to you again sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Rob. There you have it. That was Fergus Bryce there, of course, bass drummer with the mighty Inverary, current world champions, but yeah, also an incredible composer and musician of note. Uh, so yeah, if you are interested in that track, like I say, you can go and listen to it now on Spotify, all those other sort of usual musical outlets. Just type it into your search engine, Tune for the Trust. Um, very, very well worth listening to, and you know, every listen certainly helps raise funds for an incredible cause so thank you to fergus for chatting to us all about that and um yeah we do hope it won't be long till you're back on the pod again mate so yeah with a bit of luck okay swiftly moving on the national piping center of course in sunny glasgow have been quite active online recently uploading all sorts of different performance videos and such on their uh, vimeo site vimeo.com forward slash piping well, the National Piping Centre actually had quite an interesting one on the 15th of May. I'm not sure if you managed to catch this or not. Um, but it was an interview with the Glenfiddich Piping Champion, that is Finlay Johnson. Now, 
That conversation was gold dust. It was simply brilliant. And also it launched a competition through the National Piping Centre for you to actually win the opportunity to have a lesson, a one-to-one lesson with Finlay Johnson. Now, that in itself is not... I don't know. It's just you can't pass it up. You just cannot pass it. So... For further details, I'm not going to list off the whole thing and how to enter and all the rest. You can check it out for yourself. It's the National Piping Centre website and, of course, all the full details of how to enter the online competition to actually win a lesson with Finlay Johnson. Very, very cool. Definitely worth it. And, yeah, so go and check it out. National Piping Centre on social media. It's a very incredible interview. I really enjoyed it, especially being a learner piper at the moment. I actually gleamed a lot from it. And, uh, yeah, this online competition as well to learn a lesson uh, you know, opportunity to have an online lesson with Finley would just be a golden opportunity. So definitely not worth missing at all. So go and check it out. Okay, speaking of online content, I have to mention St. Lawrence Atul. Yes, St. Lawrence actually have been quite busy online this last while. They've been reaching out to the piping world uh, through a brand new medium for them, Instagram. Yeah, the mighty St. Lawrence now have an Instagram account. <laughs> Now, this is quite a big deal because I don't know if there's many other pipe bands out there with Instagram accounts. I could be wrong. I think maybe Boghall has one, maybe Scottish Power as well. I'm not certain. I think there are a few pipe bands out there with Instagram accounts. But, hey, St. Lawrence Atul launched one there on the 13th of May. So definitely go and check it out if you are an Instagrammer. St. Lawrence Atul are on there and some collective of, you know, collection of some incredible photographs up there. Fantastic stuff. Also, St. Lawrence Atul on their Facebook account have been incredibly busy on as well. They have been running a Meet the Band series. Now, a lot of bands are doing this at the moment where they interview their members and, you know, talk about their piping history, their own personal history and all of that sort of stuff, what motivates them and what they're looking forward to to this incoming season. So it's just brilliant to see St. Lawrence Atul getting in on the same act. And we've had, you know, Alan Tully and come on, we don't need to list members of St. Lawrence. But yeah, go and check it out. St. Lawrence Atul, of course, on social media, they have their Meet the Band series along with everyone else. Uh, It's just great to see them joining in the fun. Now, um, I did catch a bit of criticism on a previous episode of the Rab Show podcast where I did mention, well, a few times now, that Zoom band practices don't work. (laughs) Could this be stuff that Rab got wrong? I think it could be. I think it could be. Now, uh, Waken District, very famously, over the weekend, published something on social media saying that... uh, Zoom communications and mobile band sessions, contrary to what the Big Rab Show talked about during their podcast this week, uh, they make progress and they actually make use of it quite well. Now, the guys of the Chanderant podcast as well, hashtag Chanderant, one of the six, they also talked about this and said that I was wrong and that Zoom band practices are really functional and can be really quite useful. Now... I'll be honest, I haven't had much experience with the Zoom platform at all, until recently. This past week, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, we done a Facebook Live from our Zoom meeting. So we actually met as a team, we done a little bit of a Zoom live stream on Facebook and everything. It was really popular, you guys seemed to love it, catching up with all of the team, but it was really useful just to meet the four of us and have a chat. And granted, we weren't playing music together, but I could see how it could work. Then, over the course of the weekend, the guys of Cooper Angus Pipe Band were holding a pipe band quiz for a bit of fun. Now, I have to say, 
What an experience that was. Now, the guys of Cooper Angus Pipe Band, you guys are awesome. But you're also solely responsible for me drinking an entire bottle of whiskey and feeling like warmed up dog poop the next day. I felt so dog rough I couldn't function as a human until at least lunchtime the following day. But I never laughed so hard. It was so much fun. Catching up with all the pipers and drummers from Cooper Angus. It was just the best crack. So thank you everyone for Cooper Angus. From Cooper Angus for inviting me along to, you know, enjoy your pipe band quiz. And yeah, I can really see the value in Zoom meetings and conversations like that. And yes, perhaps there is ways of doing band practices like taking turns. Everyone should come to a Zoom meeting with a metronome and your sheet music and your practice pad, your chanter with you. You know, come prepared. If you start your Zoom meeting and you don't have anything around you or you don't know what you're doing, then of course you're on the back foot before you even start. I can see, I guess, how online band practices could work. I mean, essentially, that you can't all play together. You know, you can't all play together on the same tempo and... Not that I could see anyway. With internet lag and all of that sort of stuff, it would be incredibly difficult to hear what you're playing plus what everyone else is playing as well. It it just presents its own set of problems, I guess. I'm not defending myself. I do know that it is something I got wrong because I do know a lot of bands now are actively using Zoom quite a lot and yeah, for online meetings and for band practices. So... Yes, there is a lot you can glean from services such as Zoom and things like that. And even the social aspect of it is huge. Just meeting up like like I did with the guys at Cooper Angus. Drinking the odd beer, or in my case, a bottle of whiskey. And, uh, <laughs> and just having the crack with them, you know. And just chatting about bands and talking a load of nonsense to the wee hours. It just means the world, you know. You could really help someone who may be struggling with the lockdown and being socially socially distant from everyone. And then you actually feel that connection again with your old bandmates. It could be very, very refreshing. So I could see how that could work. So I am aware a lot of bands around the world, not just here in the UK, but a lot of bands are using Zoom uh, very regularly. In fact, I know some bands are actually using it three nights a week, twice for band practice and one just for a social you know, just for a bit of a chat and a bit of a yarn. And so, yeah, to those bands out there who I might have offended or said that it wasn't possible and you're wasting your time, I apologize. Yeah, it is something that I've got wrong. I am quite willing to be wrong. And yeah, I, you know, I've learned my lesson. I now see the value of Zoom and the qualities that it can present to pipers and drummers. So, hey, stop it, Rob, got drunk. I'm quite willing to be wrong as well. There you go. So, right, moving on to another little bit of piping news. And this was something that kind of slipped under the radar. But last week, actually, would have been or would have seen the birthday of a long-lost legend. Who, who, of course, am I talking about? Well, the legend that is the late Gordon Duncan. Last week, he would have celebrated his 56th birthday on Thursday past. And we didn't actually mark it on last week's episode. and Which that is again a fault on my behalf. So yeah, it's, it is truly the loss of a legend in the piping world. And even now, today, in 2020, Gordon's music still has an influence on our piping scene today. I figured I can't go any further without playing at least a little clip uh, of the legend himself uh, just in tribute. So last week... The legend himself would have celebrated his 56th birthday 
unfortunately, we lost a legend. So, ourselves in the Rab Show podcast this week, we wanted to play a little small clip in tribute to the late Gordon Duncan. have it that was a wee clip there of gordon duncan i'm sure you guys know every track backwards upside down just like me so there you go that was our way of a tribute uh that would have been a a birthday of a living legend but unfortunately it is the loss of a legend that we kind of mourn today uh but he honestly has a lasting musical legacy in our piping world that will not be forgotten So, moving on to other piping news. Now, for this last while, I have been kind of trying to line up a bit of an exclusive interview with ourselves here on the Rab Show podcast that has been quite hard to pin down. Since the announcement of the new lead tipper of St. Joseph's Pipe Band in Grade 2, Aaron McLean, it's been really difficult to pin Aaron down and finally get an interview with him to talk all about why he made the step away from Field Marshal to take up the leadership role at St. Joseph's and just where he is now musically and all of that. It was a golden opportunity, but it took forever to try and get it pinned down. So guys, I'm now really excited to be able to play you this week. Quite an exclusive and very exciting interview with the new lead tipper of St. Joseph's Pipe Band in Grade 2, Mr. Aaron McLean. So, welcome to the podcast, the new lead tipper of St. Joseph's, by the way. Yeah, Mr. Aaron McLean, what about you, Aaron? How's it going, Rob? All well. Yep, all's going well. Good, good. Well, with lockdown and everything, mate, we're kind of as well as we can be, I suppose, at the moment. Uh, how's yourself been, first of all, with all of this? Yeah, grand. Um... I've been living down the south for four years, um, but I actually moved back up home, um, up the north, about a month ago. So um, it's good to be back home, um, work, working away and just keeping the head down and um, working away and changing me bits and pieces of material for next year that I wrote already. So it gives me a wee bit of extra time to do it. But yeah, just 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 chirping along and uh, trying yeah. to get things trying to get trying to keep things steady you know indeed indeed well if anything i know the guys at st joseph's have been doing quite well under lockdown at the minute you put out a bit of a video not too long ago which has been really viral actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah a couple of a couple of the guys have been um on the ball uh Anto Byrne has been doing a bit um with the, he's on he done the video he was a sort of main man behind the video yeah. getting it all together along with Timmy. I mean, obviously, Pat, Pat, Patrick um, has gone sort of viral himself, um, playing, playing the tin whistles, the clarinets, the flutes, you name it. Um, Pat's a guard. 
Um, he's well well documented as a guard, and um, yeah, he's been doing he's been doing bits and pieces too. So, no, the band. To be fair, I have to have to say, um, throughout this all, we we normally everybody chirps him once a week, and we just make sure that everybody's okay. And if anybody needs anything, and um, any ideas, then we have our only separate group. Then that Timmy, Timmy, have any ideas that you know we could do something, pick something up. Aye, aye. Timmy, will throw something in, and we'll 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 bang our heads together. There's a sort of group of six or seven of us, and yeah, we'll bang our heads together and try and get something. Right. I think it's very important. And uh, like I, I only joined Facebook um, back again after about five or six years, about four weeks ago. Yeah. And um, it's the one thing you know. A lot of people shine a bit of a negative light in Facebook sometimes, but it's the one thing I will say about um, my time on it in the last four or five weeks. I, I think it's been absolutely fantastic. You know, that the videos I'm seeing sharing and. You know, you, you don't get that. You know, everybody's everybody's pulling together, and you don't see that camaraderie um, very often. So I think I think it's fantastic that, you know, look, the bands are not going out this season. I think everybody's sort of accepted that now. So um, it's just a matter of trying to keep everybody positive and the heads up until we can get back to sitting around the table again. And um, I, I'll tell you something. I, I'll never take going to band practice for granted ever again. I know, I know. It's it's weird, isn't it? I always just hate going to practice twice a week, and now I, I really I'm itching for it. Like you know, what I, mean? I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's 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 absolutely crazy. Like even just to go in, you know, you you really don't appreciate the the, the small things. And I think this is this is one thing that this um, virus has brought out in everybody. That you know, whenever we do go back, you know, hopefully everybody will be able to take the the small things away from it. You know what we've learned. You know the Aye. Take them for granted, going here and going there, and I, and I think it'll be a great thing for the pipe band world because I think everybody will be, you know, the last few years the, the numbers have dropped with the competitions, but I think you know next year I think everybody's going to be sort of raring to go and not, you know, can't wait to get out kind of feeling. So I think you're going to see a bit of a rise next year in numbers and you know yeah. even the enthusiasm from people to get there and you know. So I, th- I think I think I think it's going to be as much as it's an awful time in the world. I think it will be. I think it will shine a bit of a positive light in the pipe bound season next year, and if we get back, definitely, I have to agree with you, Aaron. So, can I talk to you then? Obviously, you've been playing with the mighty Field Marshal machine for years now, and you always yeah. you always said to me that it was a dream of yours to play with FM. What made the decision for you then to take up a leadership role with uh, St Joseph's? What what made you make that jump? Well, I had been. I had been playing for Field Marshal since 2008, um, and I had, you know, n- none none of this is, is big headedness or anything like that there. But no. I, I had I had won everything, you know. I had I had won the Grand Slams, I'd won the World Drumming, I'd won the Worlds, I'd won, I'd won every major. Yeah. Um, and it just came to a stage where I thought personally, you know, there there wasn't really any outside factors I can say sort of made my decision up. It was actually my myself. Yeah. Um, but personally, I thought, you know, now, now, I I felt as if I was sort of, you know, I wasn't putting in the effort that I should have been putting in for for, for myself personally. Mm. You know, I was still playing, still learning the materials, but I just felt, I just I said to myself, I, I need a new challenge. I need something that I can I can get my teeth into, yeah. and that'll that'll get me back into the the way I was, say, ten years ago whenever like I literally lifted the sticks every single day and you know, was looking yeah. forward to go, going here and going there. And nothing to do nothing to do with Phil Marshall. Like they, they it was an absolutely fantastic time I had in the band. Um I'll never forget it. And I owe 
Hmm. Everybody in that band, especially Richard and Keith, um, a, a lot because they, they definitely they showed me the way of how to how to lead. Um, yeah. I I've been managing uh, in my work and my personal life and work for for nine years, mm-hmm. so I was able to sort of um, obviously I, with, with me being down south, um, I was going to the St Joseph's practice every Wednesday night um, just to sort of. You know, giving myself something to do. I never was down there. It was on a Wednesday night, yeah. and um, obviously, Stephen Crichton was there. He was teaching the drum corps, and I just sort of get friendly with all the lads, and um, just I, I love being around them as well. I thought they were they were a great bunch of guys and girls, and the energy they were giving off was was very good. And t- Timmy, Timmy there as pipe major was definitely. You know, you could see he was pushing and and uh-huh. you know wanting to go to the next level. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, there was a bit of talk about Paddy, who was the leading drummer going to St Lawrence. Stephen had that conversation with me, mm-hmm. um, which Paddy has done. Paddy's a fantastic player, and um, basically, I knew it was open. Um, and to be, to be to be quite fair, actually, I'll be honest about it. I, I wasn't officially asked as such. I mm-hmm. I sort of said it to Timmy, you know. Is the slot opened? You know what? What you know? What what do you think? Yeah, and yeah. we we both agreed that it would be you know excellent to to get me in and mm-hmm. um to, to sort of bang our two heads together because obviously Timmy's played with St Lawrence at all for for years so he has that and he played with St Joseph's in Grade One so he has that Grade One mentality as well and there's a lot of players in the band with the Grade One mentality so yeah, yeah. that mindset mm-hmm. yeah that mindset so um basically it was it was it was a quite I'm not. I'm not going to say it was a hard decision because it wasn't. It was. It was quite easy for me at the time um, to say, okay, this is something that I I want to do. And the but the band hadn't. You know, we, we still weren't sure yet whether the band was going to go to grade two or not because the worlds were still coming up. I sort of made my, my mind up. You know, just after Dumbarton. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the band, the band won the worlds, which was fantastic because that gave me then a good. You know, that was a fresh clean slate then for for grade two then for the following year. Yeah. Um, but that's that's really you know how it came to sort of tuition. Basically, I, I, I seen I seen the opening. I, I, I liked the band. I liked the direction they were going in, and um, I liked the music. And I, I, I sort of took a punt at it and said, you know, look, I threw my I threw my hat under the ring and said, you know, I'm here if 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 needed. And it all came together. And Aye. oh, brilliant. So, so far, so good. So. Well, if anything, mate, from you know a piping fan perspective, it's very exciting. You know, St Joseph's have had you know the two, last two or three years have been very strong for the guys St Joseph's. So we're all sorts of excited to see what they're going to bring to grade two. And now they have a you know a new lead tipper. You know yourself how much that transfers or transforms drum cores. You know, uh, a whole new musical approach. I'm all sorts of excited, man. Uh, so uh, yeah. The band, the band, the band has got back. Um, I think the band's been back out since 2015. Um, mm-hmm. Philip Duffy, um, Philip Duffy brought it back. The band back um, 2015, and you know, like built a really strong band. And the band came out, and I remember seeing them. You know, and their, their uniforms was prestige, like you know. And Philip brought the band back after years of being off the road. Yeah. And done and done a fantastic job, and obviously Timmy's there now, and we're just we're just sort of adding what we need to add as as we go, and um, we're trying to get that sort of that mentality into the guys' heads. Look, you know, look, 
we we all know St Lawrence are the 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 ultimate band in the, the south of Ireland yeah. in Grade One, but you know we we know that Steve Stevens that our our band practices every Wednesday night and he knows that. But I I, I still drive a mentality, guys. Like we're going out every week to be to be to be the best. So yeah. you know we have to aim for that. You know and and that's as I said in my pipe band and chill interview that time with uh, Lewis. I said mentality's everything. You know if you can get into the guys' heads. You know that that you're going out and you have nothing to worry about. That you're going to be up there every week. You know that that's that's what that's what that's what drove me with Phil Marshall. You know, knowing that if we went out and played, we were going to be a mere chance for one every week. And having that, just that we age, yeah, on pe- on people as as it's very very important. Yeah, it's a, well, that's it. it. You know, it shouldn't be underestimated the mental side of the game. You know, perf- no, performance it, is it one does. thing. Yeah, yeah, but your mentality is another. It definitely does come into creation whenever you're, whenever you're, you know, and whenever you, especially whenever there's two or three guys in the band that, you know, want to push on and want to go on. It's, it's very important, and I, I would say this to anybody, it's very important to drive that message through, you know, because there is sometimes people, you know, we all know there's people come to bands and, you know, it's just it's just a bit of a, yeah. a hobby for them, it's a bit of a side. They don't see that, but, you know, the likes of myself, Timmy, there's other guys in the band are working tirelessly hard at home to write harmonies, to write forties. Mm-hmm. You know, to change things to tenor beats, bass beats, breaks. Yeah. You know, and and we're not doing that. You know, to come middle of the pile or bottom of the pile. We're we're doing that to make sure that we go out and we're making a statement every weekend to to the four judges standing in the ring yeah. and to the crowd, obviously as well, because you know the crowd do sometimes have a bit to play in. You know how, how you've performed. You know oh, if you've performed yeah. well. The energy, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's uh, the. That's a great discussion. If anything, I could be chatting to you about leadership and all of that for until the cows come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But mate, honestly, from all of us in the Rab Show, we're dead excited to see you guys, and we're just gutted that we can't see you this year. Um. So, what does twenty twenty one hold for the band now? Well, we basically got a new repertoire this year. Um, we've got a brand new medley. Mm. We got we got a brand we obviously now we're in grade two we've got a brand new MSR and we've got half of another MSR from from last year a brand new half MSR so mm. basically I was starting I started in September um, with the guys giving them a two week break and basically I had bits and pieces written and I just got to it straight away and basically we got to it and we had we had everything done and dusted. For the end of February, we had all the scores done. My goal, my goal was to have everything, you know, done and dusted for for the end of January, and they were sort yeah. of polishing things off then for the end of February. Mm-hmm. Um, which which was, you know, it was starting to really, you know, especially the medley. You know, we had, you know, me and Stephen had banged our heads together, and Stephen's obviously teaching the tenor section, and um, mm-hmm. we've got a couple of guys from the north down. We've got, you know, and we've got we've got some great experience in the drum corps. Yeah. And um, they were banging their heads together, all together, to say, you know, where where can we make this stand out, stand out point in this medley? And we we started to come together with some really really good stuff. So basically, it's just a matter of, you know, going back to the drawing board when we when we're allowed to get back together and yeah. um, going through the scores, fine tuning anything. You know, I, I might have made something. I might have went with Plan B for a part instead of Plan A. <laughs> so we'll maybe revert. We'll maybe revert back to Plan A. Um, <laughs> yeah. and try, try and wreck the guys' heads a bit, but um, 
you know, we've we've got a new set of drums ordered. Um, they'll be coming. Um, they they were due to come, but obviously with with what's going on now, I'm not sure what the the, the yeah. setup is for them. But we have a new set of drums coming, so I'm looking forward to, to, to getting them, and it gives me a wee bit of time to. It gives me a wee bit of time to. Um, you can get them all set up and everything, then yeah, get them singing. Yeah, it gives me a bit of time to get them set up, and it gives me a bit of time to to try, you know, mm-hmm. different heads, different bottom heads, you know, diff, 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 different bits and pieces, oh. um, to to try and find my own my own sort of setup. That the the main thing was, you know, obviously the St Joseph's guys before had, you know, they were very much, you know, the St Lawrence, the black heads. They were they were following sort of Stevens, yeah, Stevens Stevens pattern, and, mm-hmm. and that was the one thing Stephen said to me whenever he came in, whenever I came in, which was, was fantastic. He said, you know, don't you don't have to play my sticks, you don't have to play my heads, you don't have to play anything like that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. You, you just do your own thing. So, but you know, at the end of the day, what the way I have to look at it was what St Joseph's were doing before was work, and because they were in. They, they they were in the top three every weekend well, drumming. I, I was winning prizes, eight. yeah, exactly. And, and we're, winning, we're winning majors, so it was working. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, the guys that I have there, I have the the whole core stayed from last year. I wanted to make sure they did because that mm-hmm. was one of the reasons why I was coming because I got all with them all well. So the whole core stayed, and then I added um, my brother from uh, Field Marshal. He's playing with me. Oh, I added. Yeah. Uh, I added Garrett Carrick, who was on the flank for the PSNI. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, oh, there he goes. He's away too. They are. He's away too, me too. And then, obviously, um, everybody knows Rona Saunders, um, who played with St. Lawrence. Yes. Um, Rona's, Rona's in. And, you know, them three players that have won grade one, world, well, mm. have had one grade one, grade two world championships. Um, so, and played in grade one for, for years. So it was important for me to get just that wee bit of... Um, yeah. Stability in the back line, where you know, if I can't make a night, I have I have people in there that can lead and can take that practice for me. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, but I'm don't. still looking. I'm still looking. I'm, um, basically, one of the one of the big things I'm 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 going to try and do is is try and set up a cause I'm back up home now. I'm only a two hour drive from from the band practice, which is you know I was traveling through Marshall for ten years, so twelve years, so. Yeah. It doesn't really. It's not really. It's only half an hour sort of extra down the road, forty-five minutes. But yeah. what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to, you know, if if, if there's a bit of interest up the north from players, mm-hmm. um, which the, which there has been, um, I'm going to see if I can set up a sort of northern practice for you know two or three drummers, and, oh, um, yeah. and kind you know, of and then a couple them, of times yeah. a month, and a couple of times a month, then we'll go down because as I say, I have I have the likes of Gar, Carrick down there, Rona. Who can who can take a practice and obviously Stevens there on a Wednesday night, you know. So, just it's just some ideas that's sort of floating around in our heads at the minute. Um, Fantastic. But no, the bands the bands looking the bands looking strong and another, you know, a lot of new material this year going into grade two. Which some people say it's a good idea, some people say it's a bad idea. But honestly, I think I think another winter, you know, will will give us that time just to completely and utterly fine tune it, and then hopefully yeah. next year we'll come out and you know we'll have had the sort of Two years playing it, and by that stage, it's you know it's cemented in your head firmly. So mm-hmm. no, well that's it. Uh, yeah, we've, we've got plenty of time now to prepare for the next season. So I think yeah, that's how bands use that time. Uh, so if anything, Aaron, we're all dead excited to see you back on the grass again, mate. And uh, please, right. please send our best to everyone there at St Joseph's. Well, do you, Rob? Thanks, man, for the call.
All right. Thanks a million for chatting to us on the podcast, man. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks, Rob. Bye. Well, there you have it. Aaron McLean there, new lead tipper of St. Joseph's Pipe Band in Grade 2. And you know what? I mean it. I am so excited to see them hit the grass next year. I cannot wait to see it. So if you are interested in St. Joseph's Pipe Band and what musically they were doing and the viral video I was talking about and all of that, it's all available on their social media, of course. It's on their Facebook, Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Just search for them. St. Joseph's Clondalkin Pipe Band. You'll find them. Incredible, incredible band. And I'm very, very excited to see what Aaron McLean is going to bring to the back line there. So thank you, Aaron, for taking the time to chat to us, mate. Very, very cool. Okay. Now, a lot of people have been really interested in my commentary on a podcast called The Lady Pipers. Um, Yeah, The Lady Pipers, which is not really a piping-based podcast, I'm afraid. It seems to be about everything else but now these two ladies obviously are very heavily um, involved in renaissance fairs and the world of outlander and myself i spoke about this on last week's podcast asking everyone what the heck is outlander now i have yet to start my journey in the world of outlander but i have been listening to a lot of the soundtrack from Outlander, because a lot of people said to me there's a whole dose of piping in it. So now I can see why these two ladies are so heavily involved in the Outlander's world, because there is a ton of bagpiping on this. Now, I'm going to do a little bit more research and actually try and find out who the piper was who'd done all those recording sessions, because some of them, quite incredible, and also some of them as well, maybe not so incredible, but more orchestral and kind of mood setting you know what i mean there's like a very television-y type music involved here dun, 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 that kind of thing you know what i mean so yeah i'm very interested to find out who the piper was on the soundtrack because hey wouldn't it be great to chat to them here in the pod i think it'd be class but also the whole world of outlander seems to have its own following it's almost like a i don't know it's its own little click it's like a very clicky kind of are you in the outlander gang or are you not do you watch the show or don't you well at the minute i don't watch outlander i know nothing about it and at the minute ignorance is bliss but yes listening to the other podcast uh the lady pipers uh they seem to be quite keen on it and are you know obviously got a lot of trade out of it as well for playing at all sorts of different events and premieres and things like that uh so yeah i'm really really interested in this so hopefully With a bit of luck, I'll actually manage to catch a couple of episodes of Outlander over the weekend. And I will report back. Because a lot of people actually seem to be interested in whether I like Outlander or not. Well, to report very quickly. um, Yeah, I seem to like the soundtrack. It's quite decent. The, what do you call it, the opening tune or the theme tune is a wee bit cheesy. The Sky Boat song. You know, you've heard that at least a hundred times on a Saturday night after five bottles of whiskey. Aye, shut up, Jimmy. You know, don't be giving him any more buckfast, for God's sake. So, aye, yeah, it's one of those things, I I don't know whether I'm going to love it or I'm going to hate it, but either way, the concept of it is very interesting to me. The whole premise around rent fairs, renaissance fairs, fascinates me. Like, what are they? What, what, what even are they? I don't, I don't get it. People seem to run about in costume and whacking each other over the heads with swords while drinking loads of beer. It sounds like the best crack, to be honest. So, But we don't have those here in the UK. And I'm starting to think, why? Why don't we have them here in the UK? 
they honestly seem to be like the best crack. You know, we have big castles and stuff like that here. We could throw a big rent fair at one of our big castles. It'd be great crack. Running about eating big turkey legs and smacking people over the head with a plastic sword. Looks like the best crack. Anyway, I'm rambling a bit now. But I, I figured it's a very fascinating world. One of which I know nothing about. But I'm sure out there you piping folk may well have some experience in either this renaissance fair game or... The Outlander world. I don't know. If anyone is involved in that scene or know anything about it, definitely get in contact with me. I'll be very interested to chat to you. Because it's something that we certainly don't do here in the UK. And I'm very, very interested. Okay. Well, folks, it's that point on the show where, uh, yeah, you guessed it. It's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company. As a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. A1 Embroidery and Printing. Producing some merchandise for some of the top bands in the piping game, such as Phil Marshall Montgomery, St. Lawrence Atul, and ourselves, The Big Rab Show. For all of your embroidery and printing needs, they have some extremely high-quality garments, such as hats, beanies, t-shirts, hoodies, soft-shell jackets, you name it, they can print it. If your band is on the lookout for some exclusive merchandise offers, then contact them direct on their social media, A1 Embroidery and Printing. Check them out on Facebook. A1 Embroidery and Printing. If you can think it, they can print it. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. 
Aha. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. And, uh, yeah, I just love that cup of tea this week. Do you know, today, as I'm recording this, apparently it's to be the hottest day of the year here in the UK. Um, I don't know. Uh, at the minute, I'm in my garage and it's freezing in here. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go out and enjoy the sunshine, hopefully shortly. But first of all, I hope wherever you are right now that you're keeping safe and well and we're ready to get into this week's topic. Now, with all of these online competitions happening at the moment, there's a load of them. Most of them all kind of run along the same lines where you have an opportunity to send in a video of your performance to a judge. And that judge would actually sit, watch your video and give you a critique and then actually place you in an aggregate kind of scoring and then whether you place first, second, third, that kind of thing. So I guess I'm not talking about the competitions where you have one chance and it's live and you point a camera at yourself and it's go. Uh, No, I'm talking about the ones where you can actually spend a little bit of time, invest a little bit of... um, Yeah, a bit of prep work, I suppose, in your presentation. And these are what we're talking about. Obviously, we can't give you tips for your playing. We're not tutors, and I'm certainly not a piping tutor. Um, If anything, I'm just a learner. And for you drummers out there as well, same thing goes. We're not actually talking about your playing. Now, your actual competition set that you are playing, obviously, will be your solo set that you've been working on for a while if you are a solo player. If you're going to be playing your band set, then maybe take into consideration that you're not going to have your band mates next to you. And this is a solo competition. A lot of these will be solo-based. So, yeah, you may want to take that into consideration when choosing your selection for your competition. That being said, the performance side aside, let's... Take, for example, that you have spent all this time preparing your set. You have it all practiced. You're really well-tuned. Everything's singing, and you're ready to hit that button. Whoop, hit the mic. You're ready to hit that button, (laughs) and the wee red light comes on, and it's go time. Now, before you even think about turning that camera on, there's some certain things that you need to think about whenever you're filming yourself. And this is key. All of these facts I have seen, all of these golden rules being broken by so many people out there in the piping world recently who have been entering online competitions. And yeah, I want you guys to kind of, these aren't, they may seem as common sense to some folk, but obviously for some people out there entering online competitions, these things might not be considered. Now, ourselves on The Big Rab Show, we have a wealth of experience in filming pipes and drums. And it isn't as straightforward as people think. People think, ah, just jam a camera in front of that guy and you'll see him and you'll hear him. Mm, Not really. Not technically the the case. Yeah, because the bagpipes are a bit of a finicky instrument and not the easiest thing captured. If I could just about talk. They're not easy captured on camera, is what I'm trying to say. To get really good quality audio as well as a visual, it's difficult. And we have learned over the years quite a number of tips and stuff for you guys to what you can do with your camera setting, your surroundings, to try and maximize your potential to get a good recording. Now, number one, put whatever camera you are filming on, and most people nowadays obviously be filming on their cell phone. Let's face it, this would be all cell phone based, unless you have a fancy DSLR camera with, you know, a proper big mic and everything on it, the whole works. Unless you have that whole setup, 
then most people will be filming on their cell phone. Now, don't get me wrong. Cell phones are brilliant. We do most of our video work on cell phones ourselves. You're talking high-density uh, megapixel cameras here, and sometimes they're really the images are really incredible. Um, so filming on a cell phone, obviously, is a great choice for everyone. Everyone has access to one now, smartphone. So, you know, easily done. But please, please, please... Put your phone in landscape, not portrait. <laughs> now, I can tell already Josh from the Chandaran podcast, if he's listening right now, is probably wetting himself laughing because he's been preaching about this now for weeks. Yes, please put your phone in portrait mode. Now, what that means is that instead of holding it upright like you normally would to send a text or something, turn it sideways. So it's horizontal, not vertical. The reason why this is so important is because of the camera aspect in relation to you, the performer. If you have it in portrait mode, then the judge watching it on the other end gets a small, slither, thin video down the center of his screen. No, you want to fill that screen with the subject matter, and that being you. So please... Turn your phone to landscape. It's a, such a small adjustment, but it honestly means the world whenever you're making online video content. Landscape mode, landscape, landscape, landscape. Forget about portrait, okay? Portrait is just for Twitter and stupid things, you know, like sending a tweet out or a little joke or something. Something that you're not going to care about. In this case, landscape mode is king. Please put it in landscape. Also... If you can, it's not necessary, but if you can, please make sure the camera is steady. There's nothing worse than watching a performance video and the camera is... Sorry, headphone users. But it's all over the place. It's like an earthquake. And whoever's filming that thing is like shaking like a leaf. Um, Set your phone down. Set it on a table. Set it at something preferably at chest height. Now, a lot of pipers think, oh, the focus should really be on my chanter. So if I set my camera lower down and have it looking up at me, then it'll actually get more chanter. Well, yes, you will get more chanter, but you'll also get zero drones because the only thing you'll Michael pick up will be your chanter and then the judge can't judge for whether you're in tune or not. Also, it's kind of intimidating seeing a bagpiper playing away, looking down on you as you're trying to judge them. It's kind of, yeah, it's intimidating, very intimidating image. So what you should do is actually set the camera. If you have a tripod, excellent. If you have a little stand or something to set it on, that it's not going to rock about. It's not going to shake. It's not going to move. It's going to sit still in landscape mode. And it's at chest height. The reason it's at chest height, every person's different. We're all different heights, of course. But yeah, chest height. Because then you'll get the best of both worlds. You'll get all three drones. Plus you'll get a mix from your chanter as well. And you'll get all three coming together. Now, if this is going to be a marching performance and you're marching left and right, make sure when you are marching left and right that you're not marching out of frame. 
Yes, I mean that because if you're out of the picture, then essentially the judge is watching, I don't know, your kitchen or your bathroom or wherever you decide to film this. Uh, so, yeah, make sure that if you are doing a marching performance that you still stay within the frame. And that's the visual side. Also, I have to say, in certain cases, um, especially for drummers, the visuals could maybe be more important, especially for tenors. Uh, we're talking then about lighting. Uh, I've seen a lot of snare drum videos, a lot of tenors drum videos for that matter, that are done in almost pitch darkness. I don't know how the camera managed to pick you up in the first place, but yeah, throw an extra light on. If you can grab a lamp or something from a bedroom or something and switch that on somewhere in the corner. Uh, lighting actually counts for a lot when it comes to actually trying to throw the visual out there. So light up your subject. If that's you, then yeah, put an extra lamp in the corner or something. Have a nice, steady, bright image of you performing so there can be no room for doubt. And, you know, you can't say, well, did they slip there? I can't really see. Or, you know, did they play that correctly there on the right hand? I can't see. So, yeah, I'll, you know, have a very good presentable image, bright, and leave no room for doubt for your judge. Okay. Now... All of those tips aside, okay, we're talking all about visuals and all of that. And I'm not a camera expert by any means. There's probably a whole dose of settings and stuff that you can do on your camera that would boost low light images that will have full HDR, 4K images and all this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't really know all about that kind of stuff. I just know from experience what works and I'm trying to give you my opinion. But overall... For any online competition that you're going to be entering, if you can't film it in landscape, fair enough. If you can't set it somewhere to sit it steady, like a tripod or a table or a chair or something, fair enough. But no matter what you do, if you're entering an online competition, the number one thing on top of the pile has to be sound. Your sound, your sound quality. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because obviously if the video is crap, it doesn't matter. It's the sound of the performance that really counts. If the judge can't hear you, they can't judge you. They can see you and you might look brilliant, all well lit, all images nice and stable and you look a million dollars in your whole performance outfit, you know, your whole uniform, your solo kilt on, the whole works. You might look great and but the judge still can't hear you. Now, in our case on the Big Rab Show, like I said, we do a lot of our live streaming and our video work using cell phones. So for you guys at home filming on your cell phone, the microphone that's built into a cell phone or a mobile phone, it's not the best. It does work. You know, it can pick up speech whenever you're making a phone call. And if you're making a bit of a video where you're talking to someone or something, then yes, I could pick that up too. But whenever you're filming an instrument as loud as the Highland Pipes, or even as loud as a snare drum, or something like that with a very high dB decibel rating, then... Yeah, your microphone on your cell phone might not cut it. Because in a lot of cases, I've seen some videos of people performing online and the mic on the cell phone actually cuts out. You know, it actually it peaks because the volume level's too high. Where you're performing could be indoors, could be an inside space, and that concentrates the sound level. And as a result, it peaks out your mic, so it just goes dead. You don't hear anything. You could be standing there playing away and... The mic just can't take anymore. It just says, ah, ah. The computer says no. 
So we've experienced this problem ourselves whenever we were trying to film like indoor concerts and gigs and things like that. We found that our mic was peaking at kind of big crescendo moments, you know, when the decibel volumes were increasing, like the drum corps would come in with a big heavy roll or something and then our phone would just go, uh-uh, no, not, not doing this and just stop recording. It would, yeah, it's happened before. So, yeah, I wanted to give you some tips on sound. If your cell phone mic is your only option, now I'm saying that this is the only way that you can get sound in your video is by using your cell phone mic, then perhaps do something that could possibly help you. Now, this is a little bit of a... It's a bit of a hack that we have learned. Um, But whenever recording using a cell phone mic and a cell phone mic alone, get yourself an old sock. Now, an old sock could be, it has to be fluffy. It has to be like a thick woolen sock. Not one of these little anklet sporty jobs, you know, that you would wear in your tennis shoes. No, we're talking proper big old welly but woolly sock here, okay? Now, you pull that sock over the end of your phone, not over the lens, mind you, because you need your lens to phone, but if you pull that sock over your mic, it will actually deaden some of the decibels that are throwing into that cell phone mic and believe it or not just by putting an old sock over that mic you actually cut the sound level a little bit not the sound level sorry the volume level a little bit not much but a little bit just enough for it to stop peaking now we have noticed that in a lot of indoor circumstances that the old sock trick does work now granted it does kind of muffle the sound a little bit and sometimes it can sound like this but Ordinarily, what you're trying to do is cut down the volume of your instrument. So if you're performing on a snare drum, you're not peaking your mic and you're just not getting dead air. And same way for a set of Highland pipes as well. As soon as you blow up and start your chanter, you don't want your mic just to go, nah, no, not doing that. The old sock does work. It's a bit gangster, as they say. It's a little bit... Yeah, it's a bit slapdash, you know, but it does work. And that's only as a last resort. Now, for those people out there who are wanting to maybe purchase some gear out there, well, number one, buy yourself a tripod. You need a tripod, you need a stand, you need something to set your camera on, like I just said. Take care of that, first of all. Be able to put your camera in something to keep it steady if you don't have a table or a chair or something like that. But if you are wanting to invest in our number one, which is sounds, then you can check out what uh, little microphones that are made by a company called Rode. Now, these are ones that we use. They're called Video Mic Me's. Now, a lot of people have actually been in contact with us recently asking us for tips, and we've sent them countless links to these microphones. What they are, they're tiny little shotgun mics that plug into your cell phone. Now, they plug in and they use your headphone jack, or if you're using an Apple phone, you need an adapter, and you can get the adapter the same way, so your iPhone can accept uh, a 3.5mm jack plug, I think. Same way you plug in a set of headphones. Um, so it basically works off the headphone jack in your cell phone, and yeah, it acts as a microphone, so it ticks the volume, it ticks all the sound that comes in through the video mic me from Rode and processes it into your video. And trust me, that little small investment in those microphones is incredible. If anything, if you can look back at the Rab Show, once we started live streaming back in 2017, the sound quality we managed to get on those were really quite dodgy until we managed to have the patreon support and then we purchased new microphones and these video mic me's and everything for our live streamers 
and it's night and day. We honestly, <laughs> I don't know. It's like we've just flicked a switch and you can now magically hear everything. It's incredible how amazing these wee mics are. Uh, yeah, so anyone interested in purchasing these, you know, they're available on Amazon, any other kind of you know electronic store or anything like that. You can get them. Little tiny clip-on microphones for your cell phone. They're called Video Mic Me by Rode. I think I've seen them as cheap as uh, maybe twenty-five quid. I've seen them on offer here in the UK, but I think regularly they retail at about thirty-five pounds. I think thirty-five quid. Uh, so thirty-five quid, but trust me, so worth the investment. If you are going to be competing in online competitions, you need to invest in your sound. And that's one that I would definitely point you towards because we've had nothing but great success with those mics. And yeah, they're very easy to use, you know, and we have used them in all conditions. Lashing rain, we've used them in indoor scenarios as well for concerts and gigs. And we've had great success with all of them, so I can't sing their praises enough. So yeah, that's basically all of our tips for this week's topic of the week. Obviously, like I said, if you're going to film yourself and have a performance, and if you do make a fluff you know, it's not live. Stop the camera. Take five minutes. Retune and film it again. That's the thing. Don't send in your first video and say, ah, that'll do. Because it's a videoed performance, you have the opportunity then to present your best take. So if you run through your set maybe a half dozen times, listen to each one critically. I have to ask, you know, don't be saying, oh, it's great, I'm sure I'm magic. No, be your own worst enemy. So, well, maybe I could have done that little phrase a little better. Maybe I could have done it better. So I have seen some players out there actually agonize over their choice of performance longer than they actually spend recording it. (laughs) So they would maybe spend one evening playing their competition set and they would maybe play it for about six tries. Then they would spend the next two weeks trying to pick which one was best. Don't punish yourself that much. If it is, you know, all six tries and you can't pick one, then just film it again. You know, (laughs) that would be my, that would be my tip. If you think all six tries weren't good enough, then go back and do it again. You know, record another six and just keep going. And that's the beauty of video. You can present the video that you want your judge to see. You don't have to send it warts and all. You can't say, well, here you go. I think that one there is all right. Sure, I'll put that one in and sure hope for the best. No, this is your opportunity to shine. If it's a pre-recorded competition, like I said, then pre-record your best performance. You know, put it in video form, have a steady image, well lit, in landscape mode. Landscape mode. With the best possible sound that you can get. And yeah, then send that recording in. Be 100% happy with it before you click send. And that's, yeah, kind of the last bit of advice. We have had, you know, little emails and messages from people saying, Rob, you know, I've filmed this thing. I just don't know whether to send it or not. If there's doubt in there at all, then my advice is don't send it. Then record it again until you are happy. You know, don't send a thing and enter a competition if you're going to, as we say here, half-ass it. Be sure that you're 100% with your entry and that you know what you have presented is, yeah, your best. So, yeah, that's... By way of hints and tips for online competitions. If you guys have your own set of hints and tips, perhaps you've entered some online competitions and you have learned some lessons along the way, then perhaps get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com 
Oh, also, before I go and leave this topic of the week, also, put yourself in a setting that you're not going to be disturbed. I have seen some performance videos out there with small children running about, uh, animals uh, running up and barking at the performer and then running away again. Now, they're hilarious, uh, but um, I don't think they're kind of conducive to actually winning prizes. Very off-putting to have a a big Alsatian dog coming up to you and going, halfway through Maggie Cameron. So, <laughs> so yeah, put yourself in a position where you're, you know, you're not going to be disturbed for a while and you can concentrate on your playing. Uh, you remove all distractions, I think, yeah. <laughs> I did see that video, by the way. The big Alsatian running up. They just let one big bark out of him and the piper jumped and completely messed the shit up. It was very funny. Anyway... <laughs> I digress, I digress. Okay, that's it, folks, for another topic of the week. And yeah, I hope you managed to enjoy this week's podcast. Each and every week, we manage to churn out the pipe and goodness. And yeah, where else would you be? You know, it's Wednesday, it's big rap show time, you know? Anyway, if you would like to help support us, then of course you can do. Our Patreon page is there, and we have tons of extra stuff that's available there on our Patreon page that is just exclusive for Patreon members. Episodes of Big Rab Show Plus. Plus we have our uh, Fuse FM Bala Money catch-up service that we run each and every week. So our two-hour live radio show that we have there on Fuse it goes on our Patreon page. So if you manage to miss it live, then you can go and listen to it again anytime. Now, when you count it up, we've been running this now since, what, the start of April now? So that's a serious amount of hours of piping goodness each and every week. Two hours of piping and drumming, chat, crack and banter. And it's all available there on our Patreon page. You can download it and take it with you wherever you are. So, yes, if you'd like to help support us, check us out on Patreon. Of course, don't forget to check us out on social media and our all-important YouTube channel. Go and subscribe if you haven't already. We're trying our best to up our content quality over there on our YouTube page. And we hope going forward we will have some quite amazing videos coming your way. The Big Rab Show team are, yeah, we're working furiously behind the scenes on a lot of different things at the moment. And our YouTube is certainly one of them. So be a part of it. Go over there. Subscribe on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, tell your mates about our wee show. Yeah. Okay, folks. That's it for another Rab Show podcast. Again, thank you all so much for downloading each and every week. It honestly means the world. And uh, as we're going through all of this lockdown, COVID-19 scariness, just be rest assured, guys, that the piping world is still here. Yeah, our competition season's cancelled and there's all these events and concerts all cancelled and postponed and it's all very negative. But I have to tell you all, the piping world hasn't disappeared. Its people are still here. We're all involved. We still love this amazing music. We love its people and we love the piping way of life. So we're not going anywhere. And you're not alone. So each and every week, yeah, stay tuned to the Big Rab Show. And we'll try our best to keep us all connected in every way that we can. Until then, folks, we'll see you here on the Rab Show podcast again next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. 
Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.